Welcome to Politics with PJ and Mama, your weekly source of politics right here from the heartland, or as we like to call, redneck country. You may have noticed that PJ and Mama come from two different generations. According to PJ, I was born before the Civil War, and according to me, he was born after any sense as all is left in the country. And we thought it would be interesting to present our insights on what it means to look at the presidential election, to look at politics, to look at all things going on in our world and talk about it from a generational perspective. We hope that you will enjoy it, that you'll have fun, that you'll learn something, and that you'll have a good time with politics with PJ and Mama. All right, good evening. How are you doing tonight, PJ? I'm doing great. Really? What have you been doing today on this sunny day in the middle of winter, in the middle of Oklahoma with no snow? What have you been doing today? I've been watching TV. Watching TV. Is that one of your favorite things to do? (laughs) Mostly. Really? And what are some of your favorite shows? Marvel's Runaways. Marvel's Runaways? Why? What do you like about Marvel's Runaways? There's like I love Marvel and DC things, and there's Alien. All right, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Are you a Marvel or a DC person? You got to claim your stake. What are you now? I say Marvel. I'm sorry, you can't be my son anymore. I'm DC. Why? Why Marvel? DC has the real stories. Why Marvel? What do you like, Marvel? Well, I like all the superheroes. I, I like Iron Man and all like Daredevil. Those are, I love all those superheroes. Iron Man and Daredevil, really. I like Superman, or at least when he's in those super tights. <laughs> <laughs> and you fly. Wouldn't it be great to fly? I would love to fly. <laughs> Not on a plane. Where would you fly if you could? New York. <laughs> You'd fly to New York. Well, that's good. At least right now you're off the China thing because with the coronavirus. I don't know if I'd really want my PJ going around, you know, China catching some disease. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get introduced to politics, PJ? By you. Me? Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Watch a lot of news. I know. So basically, you're forced to watch it, you know. It's, hey, parents, it's the idea everywhere. Don't let them have a a TV in their room. And then they're forced to watch the crap you're watching. (laughs) (laughs) But I considered it a really good moment when one day he's like comes up and he says, so do you think Bernie's going to win? I knew I was winning on the on the parent front. It's like, <laughs> yes. You know, me personally, I, I your grandparents made me um, read the newspaper and we had to discuss the newspaper at the dinner table. Wow. <laughs> you know? So, like, it would be, my dad would go, so when you were reading about the Dow Jones, you know, what did you think about that? And I'm like, the Dow what? Who is Dow? Who is Jones? And what does he have to do with anything? And they didn't have anything cool. Like, it would have been at least cool if they'd had, like, you know, I don't know, Barack Obama and John McCain, and they had a who wore it best in the political suit. (laughs) But instead, no. Uh, I think politics is important. Um, I got my first 
I think I'll tell this story, but I got my first since I was going to be in, interested in politics when Ronald Reagan was running. Now, just so you know, Ronald Reagan was not, did not fight in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the 1980s, and I was a kid during the 1980s. Are you sure? I know. See, this little twerp always <laughs> seems to think that I, in fact, was born, you know, before, I don't know, Jesus was alive. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you age slower. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I agree. I agree, you know. But, you know, he's aging a lot right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know? so but anyways, my very first thing was I went to vacation Bible school during the summer. And we had this thing where we put our name, our number, our favorite colors, our favorite likes and dislikes on a card, and we put it in a balloon. And we sent those balloons off. And I don't know, you know, the idea was that somebody that you didn't know would get the balloon and send you something back. And that was in like an August, and I came home from school, and my parents were sitting there, and they're like, come in the dining room, Holly. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do? And that was a really big thing because I was a pretty good child. I never <laughs> got in trouble, you know. Um, a, because I was kind of an only child. Sorry, Barry and Joel. <laughs> you know, but so I sit down and they like completely go, um, you have some mail. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, the president has sent you something. And I'm thinking, is the president, is there a president of the school? Am I in trouble or what? And no, it was from President Reagan, the president of the United States. And somehow my balloon had gotten to Washington, D.C. And he had opened it up and he had written me a handwritten letter with a book from the White House. Wow. You know, so. So cool. I know, right? So it was, so right at that point, I became a Republican. But even before that, I was kind of leaning to traitor because, see, my dad was a Democrat. And so I probably initially became a Republican just to annoy him. But, you was know. Was your mother, mother Republican or? No, no. She was, she was kind of an indocratic Lincoln. She was independent, you know. Yeah. Like, she, she was a really a Republican, probably more in her views. But she, at one point, had been a Democrat. But honestly, she just... She's probably the least political of all of us, and yeah. so she probably, you know, she would go vote, but it was just for whomever she wanted to vote for. I believe she was a registered Democrat because at one point she ran for the state House of Representatives in Oklahoma, and she didn't win. And actually, the Republican Party called her up and said, "Hey, if you'll run as a Republican, then we'll, 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 um, we'll support you, and we bet you'll win." And she wouldn't do it, and she lost. So she stood on her convictions, you know, but that's how we got started in politics. So I think it's important for all of us to have a little bit of knowledge. Granted, maybe not as much knowledge as you have of Iron Man and Marvel and apparently not enough DC, (laughs) (laughs) But, but you know, so as we have gone through this presidential race it's been good to be able to explain some things to you and try to give you just a thinking you know not that I want you to register my way because really it's hard to tell what way I think on any given subject 
on I may be this time a Democrat, I may be a Republican, I may yeah. vote independent, you know, that's just the way I am. But, you know, the more you can think about things and learn why things are the way they are, the more informed you are as a voter. Yeah. It's time for Curiosity Kills the Cat. <laughs> and speaking of which, we have, do we not, PJ, the dumbest cats on the planet. The dumbest. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I'm sure there are a lot of people that think they have the dumbest cats, but we, in fact, have the dumbest cats. I mean, and each week we're probably going to be sharing with you the newest thing they've done to be dumb. But... In general, on a daily basis, like the litter box is in the bathroom, and so you can't pee in private because for some reason the cats want to come and have like a kumbaya moment, like you can all hear everything go drip, drip, drip while we're all together. But <laughs> you know, but here's what makes them stupid like they come in there and they get ready to, you know, do whatever it is cats do with their litter where they're like clumping it up or whatever, or covering it up, and I don't know if they think there's litter on the wall or if, you know, they just need to do the, you know, the potty dance or whatever. But it's like you look over there and they're like scratching their paw on the wall trying to cover up what some imaginary litter. It's really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. You know, what are our cats names? Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, we did that because we thought they'd be like clever bank robber types. No, they're more like dumb and dumber. You know, except for they may be smarter. <laughs> All right, so in this section, each week, we're going to talk about the three things each of us are most passionate about. So take it away, PJ. What are the two things you are most passionate about, Mama? Oh, you know what, PJ? I'm going to be so great. I'm going to tell you the three things I'm most passionate about. <laughs> All right, first is impeachment. Maybe. Maybe. Sorry, trying to stay awake there. Or shall I call it the most boring 40 million hours of the week covering impeachment? I know it's important. So for all of you out there who are going to be like, this is our country and this is our president and no one is above the law. And I don't disagree with you, but just watching that hearing was so boring it's like if you ever had insomnia you will be cured you just need an hour of the hearing and you're asleep <laughs> you know watching paint dry was more interesting than the impeachment hearing yeah actually watching paint that haven't even been painted in the actual can was more interesting <laughs> than the impeachment hearing it just was so boring because in the end no minds were changed either way you either hate the president or you don't hate the president you think what he did was like you know hitler-esque or you think what he did was fine or if you don't think it was fine you don't think it rises to impeachment and no minds were changed so it just seemed like a useless you know portion of our time spent uh, the second thing i'm most interested about is Iowa, 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 you know, because our first presidential primary is tomorrow. And I'm pretty excited about it because there's so many different candidates who could, you know, take the top bill. You've got, you know, Biden, you've got Bernie, you've got Warren, you've got Klobuchar, you've got Andrew Yang, you got, you know, the wealthy dude Tom Steyer who might don't even know who he is or why he's in the race but you know he's sticking in there you know and any of them could take it but you know fun fact 
I what, know. Mama? Guess what? You know, the fact is, is that the past several president elections, the person who won Iowa didn't go on to win the nomination for their party. So sometimes... Winning isn't everything. The loser might actually win. True. You know. Now, the third one, I would say, would be this coronavirus illness. And even I'm starting to get a little nervous. I mean, seriously, you cough around me and, you know, I may put you in quarantine. Remember that time you had the pink eye? (laughs) And you couldn't come out of your room and you thought you were grounded because you were quarantined because none of the rest wanted us? (laughs) It's going to happen again. He does not do well in his room. I mean... It's like he's just like, you can, he's like one of those things where his window, his face is like on the window, like, ah, let me out, you know. So those are the things I'm interested in. Hopefully, um, the illness and the virus, they're going to get a hold of it soon. What three things are you interested in? My first one would have to be the impeachment. Okay. Impeachment, yeah. What else? The impeachment, the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and the election so basically the same three things that i did but with some fancy smancy names did you hear how he said it coronavirus somehow i picture i don't know why but i picture us all surfing on the ocean i got the coronavirus <laughs> running down the street the coronavirus i know that's terrible actually that song sucked but that doesn't matter all right those are all our favorite things for this week It's now now time time for PJ's Politics. Politics. All right, take it away, PJ. So out of the main main candidates of the 2020 election, who do you think will be the most, um, who do, what candidate do you think will have the most chance of winning? Iowa. Well, Iowa is interesting because, you know, Iowa is different than a normal primary like in Oklahoma you know you have primary day which is typically on what they call super Tuesday which was that thing I was telling you about earlier today where multiple states vote for their candidate in one day Mm -hmm. Iowa they do something like a caucus system and in a way it kind of reminds me I've never been to one but it kind of reminds me of a jury where like you got the jurors they all go in there they say who they're going to vote for and then depending on whether there's a candidate who's the clear winner if they're not then jurors try to convince each other to come over to their side Mm -hmm. and they have this interesting um conversation about who they're voting for why they're voting for them and they try to convince the other person to come over so that they have a clear winner in iowa and iowa's interesting and especially this year because you have a situation in which they really could have three or four semi-winners coming out of Iowa because there's no clear person ahead. I mean, you know, I think the general idea is that Biden is going to be the one who's ahead, you know, because he was President Obama's vice president and he's the one who has the most experience in Washington. Yeah. And so, you know, the, a lot of people think that he um, is probably the best positioned to win. But, you know, you can't. You know, as they would say, can't ignore the burn. You know how they, I love it on Twitter. They're like, feel the burn, have the burn, you know, uh, it's burn time, you know, which of course is for Bernie Sanders and you gotta love that. I mean, but you know, he too very well could win. I mean, he's got, he's been to, you know, he ran in 2016. He's been there before 
And a lot of, you know, Bernie is the type of person that appeals to a lot of people who are what they call blue collar, which means that they don't have like really high paying jobs and stuff like that. And so he talks well to them because, you know, he's all about, you know, making it fair for that, that class of people, you know, um, Elizabeth Warren, she's third in the polls, you know, in a lot of the polls going in and she very well could do pretty good. But, um, you know, she also could not. And then you have Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar, both who, you know, claim that because they're from the heartland, which is kind of all of us, which I call the heartland. I think it's funny because the the heartland is supposed to be that middle of the country where, you know, everybody's just concerned with raising their families and having a good time. And I think that the heartland is now, if you are not New York or L.A., you're the heartland. You know, because that's how they are. But both Klobuchar and Budacic both kind of claim, you know, we're kind of the middle people. We can bring people together. We're not just way over there with, you know, the crazy leftists or the crazy righties. You know, we can get everybody in the middle. So they, too, could do well. So it could be really interesting. Then you have Andrew Yang, which I personally cannot emphasize. You know, I know that I'm going to be really happy for the $1,000 a month in our bank account, you know. Me too. <laughs> exactly. You know, Who so. Who do you think would have the least chance of getting? Um, I mean, of the, the general. Well, that's a debate, you know. I think it's interesting. You know, it's an interesting year because Democrats, you know, as unlike other times in our history, you know, I think people who do not like Trump really do not like Trump. Yeah. And they literally think he is the end of life as we know it. And so I think that there's going to be a lot of Democrats who are going to come out. And so um, I think that they, Democrats, think that Bernie has the least chance of winning. But I actually don't think that. I think that, honestly, what's the likelihood that a Democrat is not going to vote for a Democrat? Yeah. You know, I think the only people where that matters is the people in the middle and, you know, the independents and the moderate Democrats and the moderate Republicans. They're going to probably decide the election, in my opinion. You know, I, I think that, you know, a lot of people think Biden can win. You know, who knows? I mean, you know, Biden, sometimes he, he's real likable. And then other times it's like, man, get that old man off that stage. You know, like, you know, like the side of his bus. You know what he called his bus for the bus tour? What? Malarkey. No malarkey. That's his slogan. I mean, I haven't heard anybody under the age of 200 say the word malarkey in like 20 years. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to be voting for Father Time for a president or what? Is he is he is he um, campaigning for Santa Claus or what? But I think that, you know, um, you know, it'll be interesting. I think Iowa's going to be our first chance to see exactly how things are you know but then like because you know the polls you can't trust the polls and interesting you know they had to pull a poll last night because apparently when the callers were calling and talking to the people they were leaving out certain candidates in the poll so obviously if you're not being asked about then you're probably not going to win the poll so they ended up having to pull the poll so then there's the there's the mystery why was the poll pulled why did they do that why did they not say that you know which i think is is pretty funny um but that's kind of what I think, you know. If you ask me, I I think that either Biden or Bernie is going to come ahead tomorrow night. You know, well, who, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win Iowa? Well, to me, like, there's a chance chance that 
Buttigieg would. But I'm thinking more of Biden. You do? Why do you think Biden? Well, like, he has. Well, I think, like. I don't know. He has, like, the most. Like, Sup like support. support. Yeah. Right. He certainly does. I mean, you know, he has that. I was Barack Obama's vice president thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, you cannot, you cannot deny the power of the Barack, you know. I mean, because, I mean, to me, I, I like, I see him at a political rally, and I'm like, you know, he should just hold a sign up every time with, like, Barack Obama's picture on it and going, I was his number two. <laughs> number two. So be- probably, like, the the people... Like that liked um, Obama would mm-hmm. probably they would vote for Biden, so Biden would have might have a lot more votes. Yeah, that's good. It's a good thought. Good yeah. job, PJ. Excellent. Well thought answer. You know, weirdly enough, although Obama hasn't endorsed Biden yet, isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, no, maybe he's just waiting till you know whoever's going to be the candidate and he's going to endorse them. But still, that's kind of weird. But yeah, that's what I think. And interesting going that because like about a week from now is New Hampshire. So if you win in Iowa or you do well in Iowa, that's going to be a real big push for New Hampshire. So I, I, and then about two or three weeks from now is South Carolina, which is different because that's down in the deep south. So, you know, the southeast and the northeast think a lot differently, you know. Yeah. And the northeast think the southeast are idiots. And the southeast think the northeast are big old time snogs, elites, and don't give a crap about you know regular world. So it should be interesting, you know. And for us, we don't we won't know until Super Tuesday. And I actually don't know how anybody's doing in Oklahoma. I don't know who's ahead or what. But let's see. The other big thing, of course, the story was impeachment this week. You know, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. That's all we heard about. You know, there was the the lead up to are they going to vote for witnesses? Are they not? You know, let's stalk all the people that, you know, might not might have the decisions for witnesses. But, you know, in the end, you know, if you weren't watching, which, you know, most of America wasn't, uh, we're kind of at this point right now where Wednesday should be the final day of the trial and they'll have the final vote. But now for the next couple of days, we're going to have the speeches by all the senators who think we're going to be listening, where they explain to us why they're voting the way they are, which I don't know about anybody else, but I really don't care, you know, because you're going to listen to the Democrats. They're going to go, I have to stand up for the rule of law. Or remember, remember when the House did it? (laughs) Dear Monica and Jason. (laughs) As you, my children, I I know one day you're going to ask me, Daddy, why did you... You vote to impeach the president. Exactly. Why did you stand up for me? Did you stand up for our rights and the rule of law and the Constitution? Because, children, no one is above the law. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, on the Republican side, you're going to hear, Dear Grandpa and Grandma, 
<laughs> you know, we're not going to let those mean old Democrats take our democracy from us. We're not going to let those commie socialists run the world where they think that they can just do whatever they want. And they have wanted to impeach this president since the day he was elected. November 7th, they stood up and said they were going to impeach him. And that's what they did. You know, my personal favorite this week was the many times that Democrats wanted to like dance and cheer because of the impeachment, but that, you know, this majority leader and everybody is like, shh, like, you know, like Chuck Schumer was in a press conference with Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris was like doing the, ooh, I'm impeaching the president, dance, And all of a sudden it was like, daddy turned around to the back seat and was like, you know, I was like, man, she shut up real quick. I was like, dang, who'd want him for a dad? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? but <clears throat> okay. I know what I think about impeachment. And unfortunately for you, you had to listen to me go on about what I think about impeachment for a while. But you know, what do you think about impeachment? You know, I, you, it's not that you have to have a long opinion, but what, you know, having to watch all this and listen to all the stuff that everybody said and listen to your mom and listen to your aunt KK and listen to your mom and your aunt KK fight on the phone about this particular issue. What do you think about impeachment? For me, I think this impeachment is like so dumb because what Trump did is he like, he like offered like aid to the Ukraine but he wanted them to investigate Biden because Biden's son is like getting paid millions of dollars with no experience none of that and like that's what like presidents do if like everyone impeached the president every time they made a deal with a foreign country like every president would would be impeached you know what you sound like a wonderful Republican ad right now (laughs) You know, you're like, I could just see, you know, have you ever seen those one type of thing where they, they interview somebody, but they're like in blackface and they're like, are you not blackface, but like there's a, there's a screen in front of them. So you can see their like silhouette, but you can't see them. I just think that that's impeachment. No, that's, that, that's true. I mean, I think that, you know, for those who don't support impeachment, they just have a hard time seeing how his actions are really different than other politicians. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that everybody wants to say that other politicians don't do that, but that's just not the case. That's how politics is done. And I don't know personally, you know, what, what I really think about whether he should have or should not have done that, but I just don't really see it different than the way I see a lot of other presidents, you know. And I do think it's an election year. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you don't like him, get your butt out and vote. Get everybody you know out and vote, you know? And if you do that, then he will be defeated, and then it won't matter, you know? And if Biden, if he gets elected to be president, to me, it would just be funny if the Republicans tried to um, impeach him for doing the same thing with a foreign country. Exactly. (laughs) Give the same exact response that the um, Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats did. Exactly. Well, and the fact is, is that Biden, that is actually an interesting take with Biden in the election. Yeah. 
because Biden's going to have to answer those questions and he's not really shown a desire to answer those questions, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, they want to say it's all about Trump, but it it really isn't, you know, he's going to have to answer those questions. Now, honestly, you know, sometimes when I listen to Trump go on about it, I want to go, but you know, Don Jr. and Ivanka are in your administration. So, you know, they had no political career. So what are they doing there? You know, but I just think at the same time, you know, the fact is, is that, you know, this, I, I think wealthy people and influential people and powerful people getting things that the rest of us don't get has been around forever. And that's not going to change. And until we take money and influence out of politics, which I don't know how we do that, it's just going to be the same. You know, so it doesn't really matter. You know, boy, we're starting to sound like Bernie Sanders fans. (laughs) You know, because let's just kill them all. Let's get rid of those wealthy people. No wealthy people. You know, oh, what do you think about this, though? Like this past week, this is interesting. I got to tell you. I don't know if it was her cabinet or her education secretary, but Elizabeth Warren came up and said that she was going to have this transgendered boy pick the education secretary if she's elected. What do you think about that? Like a transgender boy. Now, I'm not talking about whether you agree with transgendered, but like a transgendered boy is going to pick the education secretary if she is elected president. Like a little boy? Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know if he's a teenager. I would say he's either your age or up. Oh. That's, that's weird. I know. It's like, like I understand me. I'm sure that the idea was like, look, I care about you people. And, you know, and I want you to know that I'm going to care about, and I'm going to put somebody in education that's going to, you know, help protect you and help educate and all that. But it's just like, I don't know. It'd be like me going, SJ, I'm going to let you pick the um, commerce secretary for the state of Oklahoma, you know, first of all, your first thing would be like, what's commerce (laughs) and what does it mean? But, you know, I mean, I just don't know that that is exactly the way. I think she, there are other ways that she could have come up and said, hey, I'm going to support the rights of, you know, the LGP, all those letters, the LG, (laughs) LGTP. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's so hard to remember. (laughs) You know, that that group of people whom we love. Yeah. The LGBTQ. Yes. 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 There's no S in it. But don't forget the non-binary, which I still don't know that I quite understand what the non-binary is. Like, what is that? Well, it's, I, I think, and, you know, please no hate mail because I really do, you know, I support everybody, but I don't quite understand the non-binary. The way I feel it is, is somebody who does not identify as a male or a female like they don't consider themselves male they don't consider themselves female they just are it's weird why they don't put an s in that letters of name for straight true hmm interesting thought but i don't you know i think that that's true but i think that's because that they consider the s the majority and the lgbtq i is is in the minority all right finally let's see the coronavirus all right things we need to know everybody are we say this together 
wash our hands. Ready? Here we go. Wash, wash our hands. hands. Again, wash, wash our, our hands. hands. And if you do not know how to wash your hands, there are many videos on YouTube about it. You know, you need to sing the ABC song or whatever it is you need to do or whatever it does, but you need to wash your hands and it's the length of time you keep your hands underneath the water. Also, if you are sick, and this I can speak on behalf of every parent out there, if you are sick, do not go to school. Don't. You don't go to school now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's homeschooled. But, you know, yeah, don't go to school. You know, if you have a fever, if you are coughing, please, parents, do not send your kids to school because you don't have a babysitter. If they go and they get sick or they spread the sickness, all that's going to mean is more illness for you. And three, no going to China. Yeah. You know? If you're, if you're getting ready for vacation... Cross out China on the list. Exactly. Or Asia. Yeah. Just go to some place. Let's instead, let's go to Houston and go to a Chinese restaurant. Much better. But not with Chinese people there. No. Either that or ask them, have any of them been to China? Actually, you know, no, seriously, you know, this is really scary because when you think about it, all of our goods are from China. So you start thinking... Did the person who make this item wash their hands and have the virus before they sent it over? You know, yeah. but they're you know they are trying to quarantine. You know, President Trump and the World Health Organization and even China now are quarantining people from the place where the virus started. Let's hope the virus doesn't turn into a show called The Last Ship. <laughs> That's true. Except for your dad loves that show. <laughs> you know, did Me they too. did they all die in the end? You don't know, but it's your favorite show? Well, I haven't finished it. Oh, goodness. All right. Well. I uh, hope they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or that's else it'll be like the last ship, and we're going to put all the sick people on the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Bye-bye. Bye. Sail off. Bye. Exactly. Be the Titanic. We're the king of the world at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, if you have not registered to vote, get out and vote. You know, do not... There is no excuse for not voting. You know, I tell this all the time. My husband, by the way, got his voter car, voter registration card for the first time in his entire life this year. And he's old. So he's actually, I think, theoretically going to vote this year. You know, so if he can do it for the reasons that he's going to vote, then you can do it as well. Go out and vote. Secondly, pay attention to what's going on it, coming out. No, learn your candidates. You know, There's nothing worse than to talk to somebody who's like, I am voting for you know, Mickey Mouse. Why are you voting for them? Because they're Mickey and the mouse. You, know? <laughs> you, know? you actually want to know what's going on. You know? And three, you know, impeachment. You know? At the end of the day, we're all going to get through this. Let, you know, keep, keep your fingers off the Twitter sphere, you know. I, next week, I'm going to have a new segment entitled Mean Things People Have Said to Me on Twitter this week, which is a lot, you know. And I'm pretty nice because I don't like to, like, make fun of other people and their Twitter stuff, you know. I'll put my opinion out there, but I just won't, you know, make fun of you or call you evil if you, I don't agree with you. That is not true with most everybody else on Twitter. Yeah, all the other crazy people. <laughs> they say the worst stuff. And it's just like, dang, dude, did your mama teach you anything? You know? But, and then thirdly, 
make sure that you are taking care of yourself, getting enough sleep, watching out for the virus, and not letting yourself um, fall a victim to the coronavirus, the flu, bronchitis, or any of the five other million winter diseases you can get. Today for Mama's Musings, I'm just going to talk to you about being kind to one another. My favorite saying is, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. I really think this is important because we live in a world today where people are not kind to each other. If you disagree with someone, suddenly they're your enemy and you're their enemy. And we say the worst things to each other. And we say it because we say we don't like the president and so therefore Trump started it, so therefore it's okay. And the fact is, is I call crap on that. The fact is, is that we need to be kind to one another. We need to realize that everybody comes to each other with a different background, with a different perspective on life, with different experiences, and you might actually be able to learn something interesting from someone else. It's amazing when I listen to somebody and I learn something new, it can be something that I've never really thought of before or that I've never realized was important to me or that I understand in a different way. And it's amazing how much I can learn to be loving and kind towards other people. So If you get a chance this week, do something nice for somebody. Realize that your opinion isn't the only one that matters and that other people have valuable things to say and other people have valuable things that you've not even thought about. And it's okay to disagree. You can like Bernie Sanders, you can like Elizabeth Warren, or you can even like Donald Trump. And that needs to be okay because that's what it means to be human and to live in a community and to learn to love and care for each other. You know what? One of my favorite other sayings is they said that we need to learn to accept everyone's journey, including your own. So this week, take a moment to be kind. It really does matter. When you do that, you are making a difference. You need to be the change in the world that you want to see. And that's all I have to say today. Make sure that if you see anyone sick and stuff, you should be very careful because the coronavirus is out there. And do not go to China or anywhere in Asia because you don't want to die from that. That's it today for our first edition of Politics Politics with... PJ and Mama. We thank you for joining us and we hope that you will come back again to listen to us as we cover the topics that are fun and silly and serious. And we hope that you will take time to get to know politics in the coming weeks as we prepare for the election of a new president. In the meanwhile, be kind to one another. Always remember to laugh and don't forget to wash your hands. That's all for now. Bye. Bye.